Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome to the program. We still got uh, guests arriving and getting things all squared away. But uh, I'm Andy Griffin. Thanks for tuning into the program on this uh, beautiful, beautiful Tuesday morning. And uh, there's Mac. Mac, thanks for coming in, man. It's good to see you, see you today. Yeah, good to be on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Barry Sawyer is here as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, it's interesting, guys, uh, this topic uh, that we are, are going to get into a little bit today. Matt, right, Matt Christensen the third, right? Yeah, yes, sir. everybody yep. knows who Matt Christensen the third is, right? <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little bit about. It, it would seem like a Democratic or left side topic, you know, talking about Juneteenth and uh, the uh, commemorating the, the, you know, the abolishing of slavery, and, and everybody says, "Well, that's Democrat, right? That that has nothing to do with Republicans." But Mac and Barry, you guys are here to tell me. That's actually not the case at all. It's a little bit different than than what what perception is, perhaps. Mac, what do you think? Yeah, no, it's you know, it's it is interesting that that it was, you know, it was a liberal president who put this in place who made it a national holiday, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of people sit here and say, well, we're not going to celebrate Juneteenth because it's a liberal holiday, right? It was it was put in yeah. by by someone with who has views who we don't agree with, right? right, right. I mean, I'm 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 a black man and I I have a, a conservative views. Right. But I love Juneteenth because it because it commemorates and celebrates something for me where it's like, you know, because of Juneteenth, I get to sit here with you guys. Yeah. Right. I, I get to yeah. sit here, you know, and enjoy the life that I that I'm able to live, you know, and and and, you know, also just remember the pat. You know, I'm not out here searching for reparations or not out here, <laughs> you know, you know, looking looking for for uh, for consolation because of, you know, from 400 years ago. Right. But but it is something that, that means something to me um, because it it made this country, you know, what it is today, right? Like we, we live in the greatest country in the world yeah. and, and with, with, with the best freedoms in the world where everybody gets to, gets to say and do things because of that, those freedoms, right? And that, that's what a lot of people don't realize is that, is that we, we are so, so blessed to be here. You know, some days it might not seem like it, but we really, really are. And, and as, as a yeah. black man, I love living here in, uh, in the United States, you know, and, and Utah is a great place to live as well, right? I mean, I've, I'm originally from Houston, but I've lived here since I was eight years old, grew up here. There's a lot of great people here in Utah. Um, and people got to remember, too, that, you know, Juneteenth came on the heels of the Civil War, right? Um, there, you know, there, was, there was luckily one by the North, things like that. But the Emancipation Proclamation was put in in 1863, right? Juneteenth, what didn't, you know, the slaves weren't free until two years later in 1865. Right. But, um, uh, but, you know, the first Republican president was the one who signed the Emancipation Proclamation, right? Like, it, it was Abraham Lincoln who led that march to free the slaves. You know I mean? And people debate back and forth all day what the Civil War was really fought about, right? Was it fought about slaves? Was it fought about, you know, you know the rights of the South and things like that? Like, we can go back and forth about that all day. But, but at the end of the day, you know, if, if you do think it's something political, just think that, okay, fine, the first Republican president was the one who put the Emancipation right. Proclamation into effect, and there's a lot of conservative black people out there who, you know, you know we don't have a huge voice, right? Like, like a lot of people view, view black people as mostly liberal or Democrat. Um, but, you know, for me, being a black man, being conservative, you know, I, I celebrate Juneteenth because, you know, it means that, you know, I got freedoms and and and. and equal rights and things like that. I love the Martin Luther King Jr. quote where he says, you know, this country started with a dream way back in 1776. That's right. Right. And, and 
God help us that it will fulfill that dream, right? And I, I think, you know, here in 2022, I live a very blessed life to be able to have all those freedoms, celebrate all those freedoms because of what Juneteenth stands for and what, you know, what Juneteenth represents, which is the, which is the, the, um, the freedom of slavery and just, just the, the chance, you know, to have an equal voice for all. How old are you, Mac? By the way, I'm 24. 24. 24 yeah, and old? it's it, it's Max. I, I apologize max. to correct you. Oh, yeah, with yeah, an yeah, X. yeah, yeah, with an okay. X. Yeah, but no, no, Sorry no worries, that. no worries. Yeah, I'm I'm 24 years old. Um, play football here at uh, at Dixie State, Utah Tech, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Right. I know there's a lot of controversy about <laughs> that, but but well, yes, sir. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember a, a sitcom called King of Queens? Do you remember that? Sitcom? I do. Yes, yes. Yes. There was a black character. Her name was Deacon. Yep. Loved him. In fact, probably my favorite character on the show. But at one point, the old guy on the show, Arthur, I think his name was. Uh, invites Deacon over and he says, how much? And Deacon says, what are you talking about? He says, I just found out my great, 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 great grandfather owned slaves and yeah. I want to write you a check right now. <laughs> and Deacon's like, I don't want your money. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I, don't, I don't want your check. And, and no, how much? I want to know how much. And they got in a little argument about that. Yeah. But, uh, I think a, a lot of people, especially conservatives, go, this, this is silly. I never owned slaves. Yes. In fact, some of my best friends have been African-Americans over yeah. the years. I've covered sports myself for 30 years. For sure. Been heavily involved with, with uh, white people, black people, Hispanics, Tongans, whatever. Yeah. Samoans. And uh, so for me, it's not a color of skin. It's 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 They're just people. They're just athletes. They're, yes. They're just people. And, and so uh, I, I don't know how you feel about something like that, Max. You alluded to it a little yeah. bit, but... Uh, uh, just the thought of writing a check for something that happened 200 years ago was crazy. Yeah, no, like I mean, I think it's 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 you know, we I mean we we've talked about it at nauseum at this point, right? When it comes to we were searching for 250 years of reparations, and <laughs> that's not possible. Right. Like like that that is not phys- and 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 why why should you guys? Right, who never owned slaves, who who you know have black friends who are letting me sit here with you guys today. Why should you guys have to pay for something that that happened? You know, you know, four or five, six generations ago, right? You know, you know, I mean, even even uh, um, you know, like I have I have friends whose grandparents or, or great grandparents, you know, um, uh, you know, might have been considered racist, might 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 have said you know different you know or had different views when it come when it came to race or their grandkids having a black friend whatever. I never held that against my friends, yeah. right? Because because you know again being a black guy and growing up in Utah, you know I've I've been shown the biggest thing. You know I've met a lot of great white people. I've met a lot of really bad white people. Sure. I've met a lot of great black people. Met a lot of really bad black people. Yeah. You know Polynesians, right? Asian, whatever. Every single race, like it. You know again. The famous Martin Luther King Jr. quote, do not judge me by the color of my skin, by the content of my character. And I feel like that goes both ways, yeah. right? I've, I've been told by so many people, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, I get, you know, I have different white people who continually come and tell me what, you know, oh, man, that's super racist, right? <laughs> what, what, you're like, what, like, what? like, how would you know? Yeah. How would you know, right? Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is that, is that I've had, I mean, since... You know, the BLM movement, things like that. I've had a lot of white people tell me, oh, black people in the, in the United States can't be racist. That, that's news that's to me. That, I, I, I had no idea because, because when, it, when it comes to, you know, again, Martin Luther King Jr. said, don't judge me by the color of my skin, by the content of my character. That's a two-way street. It's not just saying, hey, white people, do not judge, my, don't, don't judge me based off all the terrible things that other black people have done. That's also saying, hey, black guys. Don't judge us for all the terrible things white people have done. It's yeah. it's definitely a two way street, and and yeah. you know, you know, 
a lot of white people can't, you know, no white person can sit up here and say this because then you're labeled as a racist or a bigot or things like that. Um, but it's, you know, there, there, there's two sides to this thing, and, and we, we've painted the narrative in this country now that it, the pendulum has swung so far to the left where, you know, so far to the op, not, not left politically, but so, so far to the opposite side that it's like we are, we, you know, you know, white people walk on eggshells and everything is considered racist, even if it's completely, totally factual. If, it, if people don't agree with it, you're considered a racist and a bigot, or in my case, an Uncle Tom, or things like that. Right. And so, so, so it is very interesting. But yeah, like, you know, seeking for reparations, it's like, it's, it's about improving on the now, right? Like, we, we can't go back to, to 1960 and march with Dr. King and improve things from that standpoint. We can't go back to 1863 and suit up in the blues and fight for the North, right? We, ha- we have to sit here on, what is it, June 14th, right, right, in 2022, start today and improve going forward. Don't prove going backwards right so so yeah. none, none of us can step back into the past and change things and so 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 it's it's about waking up today and saying okay how can i improve my surroundings and my 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 circle of influence today moving forward not looking behind me and saying geez my ancestors were horrible people you know in the yeah. case of white people well because there are some people who had bad ancestors right like you can't escape that sure. but but you know you have to just change what you you know control what you can control right. right that's all we can do it sounds like you've been listening to my show because that's one of the things i talk about <laughs> lift where you stand wherever you are yeah. try to make it better wherever you are and uh and, and exert your influence that way uh we haven't talked much with barry yet barry sawyer is here barry is the vice chair of the washington county republican party and one of the reasons that barry wanted to come on we wanted to have him on was to talk about the whole juneteenth and and the celebration and, and kind of what's coming up barry do you want to tell us a little bit about that make sure you get close to that microphone okay okay i do I appreciate it. Hey, and I just want to say that, you know, with, with talking with Max, and we, we brought on Max and uh, Abraham and, and Morgan and a few others that are going to be helping us out with the entertainment and with the, uh, the, the program that we're having down at the uh, Dixie Center okay. on the 17th at 6 o'clock. Um, it's, it's $35, and it's for uh, fundraising. We're bringing in uh, Amala Akpanabi. Who, uh, Easy for you to say. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that, right? <laughs> right? And don't ask me to do it again. But that's okay. But she is a she is a, a wonderful 21 year old who works with uh, with the uh, Prater University and a strong conservative who will mm-hmm. tell her story and how it works. And I think that uh, the thing that's very important that we would like uh, St. George and Washington County to know is this is a celebration of life of how we how we work together. And celebrating wonderful things that are happening in our community, wonderful things that are going on in the community, how we work together and, and, mm-hmm. and cons- the conservative black movement that we have in this area of, of just wanting to get together and learn a little bit more how we can work together and not have it be uh, virtual signaling or that type of thing just yeah. because we want to do something. And and uh, I think it's it's important for us to to realize that you know, this community is, is we don't have a huge black population, but we do understand that they want to just be part of the community in normal circumstances and not have it be, I'm special over here and you're special over here or however it is. We're just part of the community and we're working together and doing things. And I think that's a fantastic way to go. I, I know in a lot of the parts, a lot of um, grassroots 
I don't know, conservative movements, I can say. I know in Georgia and other places, instead of it being a, uh, a black holiday, so to speak, they're doing a Father's Day hmm. celebration for Juneteenth. They want to actually do something for fathers and have it be about fatherhood and fathers in the cities and those things that are doing it by the black communities. And I think that's great. So we're excited to have people here. And like they said, they're in, Max and them are involved in the entertainment. Amala is going to come in and, and talk to us and eat some banana splits and have a great time and just <laughs> share some things together. And that's why we just wanted to come and make sure that the word got out that everyone is welcome. We'd like you to have there. And you just go to the uh, WCRP Dot com. Washington County Republican Party, WCRP. Yeah. Yep. But you need to put that in. Don't, mm-hmm. don't spell it all out. It doesn't right. seem to work as well. <laughs> and you can register for Eventbrite, and we just love everyone to have come out there. Because as I was talking to Max yesterday, we were kind of going over things we talk about. I thought it was very interesting, and I love having him talk because, great, I want to welcome everybody here. But it really is uh, his passion of what we're doing. And, and I want him to, if you can... Explain a little bit what he tells his fellow students at Dixie College that go around with their BLM pins and stuff. And I'd like him to maybe talk a little about that if you're open to that question. And, and before he starts, I want to mention, too, uh, Max, I played football for a long time, okay. just like you. Uh, I can guarantee you, and you can probably attest to this, uh, when I'm blocking on the, on the offensive line, I don't care what color no. or, or who, who the quarterback is. All I know is my job is to make sure the guy in front of me or maybe two guys or whatever it is doesn't get to my guy. Yes. And I don't care if he's African-American and if he's Caucasian or if he's Hispanic or some whatever. doesn't matter to me. All yeah. I know is I'm part of a team and i got to do my job. Yes. Yeah, and, and sports are a great equalizer, right? Mm-hmm. Like like in, in, in this country, it's one great thing because cause for me, it's like, hey, guess what? Like if I can line up and do my job, and you can line up and do your job. I don't care what you look like. I don't yeah. care what language you speak. I don't care. Like if you can get it done, and and, and you can help us be successful. I don't right. care, right? I mean, and, and it it should be it should be the same thing in businesses as well. It's like, hey, if you're really good at what you do, right? I don't care what you look like. I don't care what you talk like, right? Like why why do I have to to judge you based on based on that? And when it comes back to, to the Juneteenth celebration we're doing with Amala Harris, Amala Pinobi coming in. Um, you know, she's going to talk about faith, family, and freedom, right? Like, she, she, she's a conservative black woman. But, it, it's again, it, it's not going to be about uh, politics, right? Because we, we don't want to make Juneteenth a political holiday. Right. It's, it's really just a celebration, and we want the, the people of St. George to, to be more, like, just, just we want to share education, right? Again, it, it's a two-way street. We, we want the, the people of St. George to come in, talk with us, right? You know, educate us about what it's like to live here, what it's like to be from St. George, and then we educate, educate them as well on what it's like to be a black person here in Utah, what it's like to be a black conservative. What, what, uh, you, what high school did you go to? Yeah. I went to Skyview. High Skyview, school, okay. yep, up oh, in up in Logan. Logan. Yes, yeah. all right. Yep. You guys were pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how'd you guys do at state? In the, in yeah, the, in the last couple of years, did you guys do really well? Yeah, yeah. So, so I know since, since I've been since I've graduated high school, I think they've won two state championships yeah. in football. I know they've won a couple in basketball as well. And and my my senior year, we went to the semis, lost in the semifinals to Harriman, who ended up beating Lone Peak because that was when we were five A. Yeah. So, so we lost to Harriman, who who beat Lone Peak in the state championship. So, but yeah, it, it, it's been, it was a good time going up going to school up there. Great program. I, I would just like to say too, also that uh, adding to what Max had to say, that this isn't this isn't a political rally. This mm-hmm. isn't a, this isn't a p- political statement. This is actually open to everybody, every political stance you want to have: Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, you know, Republican. We just wanted to get together and, and as a community, 
and get together as a community and celebrate things together. Celebrate freedom, right? Yes. Freedom. Yes. Freedom. Yeah. Just freedom. Just, just, just faith, family, and freedom. That's all she's talking about. No, nothing political. Uh, now, Barry alluded to it, but I want to ask you, Max, uh, BLM was such a big thing. It's been a couple yeah. of years now, but uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, and people being real, uh, almost militant about about stuff like that. Uh, that's not your stance. That's not where you come from exactly. Can yeah. you explain if, if if another black man comes to you and says, hey, BLM, baby, let's do this. Yeah. What do you tell them? So I was I was adamant. And and I, I was I was very vocal and open against BLM like like and and you you can't sit here and look at me and say I don't care about black lives right because right? that's living my life you right? are like you like I like I'm yeah. I'm a black man like so so you can't tell me I don't but but the organization and the movement was so divisive and so negative when they started out saying oh we just we want to bring everyone together running like I don't think this country's been more divided in a long time than it is right now whether it's political whether it's racial whatever mm-hmm. right like like it i mean it, it is more divided now in 2021 2022 than than it has been in a long 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 time Agreed. and and so so what i what i, what I tell people because i you know there's a lot of people who still walk around with blm stickers on their water bottles or their computers or whatever or wearing pins sometimes and and i i had to i had to do a do a research project at, at the university and and you know, I I did my my thing on you know you know cancel culture and the and woke advertising and what that's done to our country over the last couple of years because that, that's really, that really picked up with BLM right and and one thing I said was I don't want to hear anyone come tell me that they care about Black Lives or BLM or all this stuff unless you mention in the same sentence black on black crime. If you do not talk about black on black crime, I do not want to hear you say. You care about black lives. Because, and, and the movement showed they didn't care about black lives. The movement did a great, great job of pushing the narrative that it wanted to push, mm-hmm. right, which, which, which was look at all these racist cops. Oh, uh, by the way, if you put a uniform on, all of a sudden your color doesn't matter, <laughs> right, whether, whether, whether you're black, Asian, whatever, it does not matter. If you're a police officer, a police officer, they're all bad, right? Right. But, but it, you know, it's like, okay, if the optics of George Floyd dying was bad, right? Like, like it looked really bad, and, you, know, you know, knee on the neck, things like that. But it's like, how come, you know, over 90%, and I think this, this was in 2020 and in 2021, over 90% of the black people who died in the streets was at the hands of another black person. Less than 1% of the people who died in the streets who were black died at the hands of a, of a white police officer. And so, so, but we never hear about about the black on black crimes we never we know i mean it's like it's a how, how many black people died during the riots defending stores how many black businesses got burned down yeah. right i mean and it, it was crazy so so um, until you start talking to me you know especially like you know you know white people who come who come get in my face and say oh yeah blm we really care about you guys no you don't because none of you talk about um black on black crime because everybody sits back and they're like oh that's a race thing that's an internal issue they can deal with that right hmm. if you if you really care about it then then we we need we need people on all sides of the aisle to step up and say hey let's do something about this yeah. right so so yeah so that, that that's that's always been my stance on that is it is it is it until we take care of the internal issue of black people killing and hurting other black people black lives are never really going to matter it's almost almost hypocritical is what they're saying, basically. Yes. Is we care about black lives as long as it has to do with a white person being racist. We don't care about black lives if black people are hurting each other. Because that, yes. that, that's not part of our agenda. No, no. As, as, long, as long as it makes national news. Like, and, and the crazy part, I was, I was you know, telling Barry this the other day, was the, was the Micaiah Bryant story in, in Ohio, right? This happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, a teenage girl swinging a butcher knife right, right. at another black girl. 
mm-hmm. and a white police officer, officer shot her. Well, right? that's racist. Right? And the black people in, in that the black people <laughs> in that neighborhood protested her death. It's 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 like does nobody care about the other black girl that she was going to swing swing at and possibly kill? Yeah. Right. Like that literally pro- that that proved that hey we are way more focused on on um you know a white police officer killing this girl rather than her going and killing another because if, if she goes and kills another black girl hey that's life in the hood that mm-hmm. that's what it's like to grow up in the ghetto that that that's that's just another day right it's another day on the block but yeah. if a white police officer steps in and does his job all of a sudden we're like oh what a racist racist guy mm-hmm. because he saved another black girl's life so it's it it you know it's 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 confusing a lot of the times right yeah he should be a hero Yes. Guy, guy should have been, we should be lauding what a great job he did of saving people's lives. Yes. Saving that girl's life. And yet here we are. Oh, he's racist. Mm. Hey, Harry? so uh, come meet Max yeah. and Amala and a bunch of other great people on Friday, 6 o'clock. Max, um, Ma- I, Max been, is already, he's but, got at least one fan already, Max. <laughs> I love it, man. I appreciate it. What position it. you play over there, by the way? I play defense tackle. You tackle. Yes, sir. Yep. So you're down there in the trenches. Down there in the trenches, I used man. to have to try to block you. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Hey, hey, a long time ago. You probably still could, man. Come on. You look good. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. So, okay. says so 17th. Is that when yes, the, the uh, celebration is? Yep. yep. So Dix, this, this Friday, Dixie. the Dixie Center. And uh, I think two magic words are in there besides uh, celebrating freedom and stuff. It's banana splits, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that might be, besides them all talking, that might be the highlight right there. I'm pretty sure banana splits aren't racist at all. No, I don't, no, I don't think everybody so. Everybody loves a banana Every, split. Yep, yep. And we've done this before, and they are pretty, pretty fantastic with a bunch of toppings and stuff. So put your diet at the door. Yep. Come and have a celebration. Doesn't count, right? Yeah. On that day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That day. I exactly. mean, you know, 1776, we were able to uh, have our freedom from, uh, you know, become America, so to speak. And uh, if it wasn't for years later that uh, the black population got to have that same enjoyment and freedom. And I think now we can come together as a community together, just as human beings. And, yeah, and uh, just just educate each other. Yeah. That, 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 that's what we really want this event to do is 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 for you guys to educate us. We want to educate you guys because I like that's how progression is going to happen in this country. It's not going to be having riots. It's not going to be having protests. It's going to be it's going to be black people and white people sitting in a room and having an intelligent, understanding conversation. That's all it's going to be. Awesome. He's Max Christensen. He's Barry Sawyer. Guys, we'll see you Friday night. Sounds great. Appreciate Thank it. You. Appreciate it. Thanks for having oh, us. Oh, one more time, Barry, where, how do we find out more information? I want to learn more about this. WCRP.com. W- Washington County Public Party. WCRP.com. Click on Amala, you know, of events and Amala, and get her bio, read a little bit about her, and please come support us. Very cool. We'll support. do it. All right. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you today. Hot topics. The latest news. Always on the Andy Griffin Show. Is there a juicy part in it for me? Right here on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU. Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Set a college athlete on, Max Christensen. Now we got a guy that was a pretty good high school athlete back in the day. McCray Hevler is on the show with me right now. Hi, McCray. How you hey doing? Hey, guys. Man? Good. How are you? you? You still an athlete? You still out there doing it? Uh, different, yeah. Yeah? I've... What do they have for a guy that's in his 20s now? To, uh, 30s. I'm 32. Woo! Yeah, wow. no, I'm starting to fall apart. Uh, <laughs> Wait till you hit 50. Takes uh, a little longer to, to <laughs> heal up. Uh, but I, my, I still... I, Still, I'm very much 
into sports. I mean, I live, yeah, if you ask my uh, wife. It's I, a lifestyle thing, yeah. I live, breathe, eat, sleep sports. Nice. Uh, but it's changed to, as far as me playing, it's changed to mountain biking, golf, a little bit of pickleball. Um, but I still follow football and basketball religiously. And really all sports I follow. Any championship game, nice. even if it's, I don't know, like sports that I don't follow at all. If it's a championship game or any type of game like that, I'd, I'm all for it. I don't know if you're into uh, the college baseball World Series, but that's going on uh, starting Friday. Yeah. I love college baseball. Uh, I think it's pretty close to a peer because they don't have the big contracts and they don't have the big, uh, you know, even if you get drafted out of college in baseball, you're probably three, four years maybe out for the majors. And, and so to me, yeah. college baseball is, is really, along with high school baseball, is really where it's at. So I love college baseball. I used to, I went to the high school state championship game Friday night, the first one. Yeah, uh, this year, college baseball. I used to watch the World College World Series and the Little League World Series. Oh, that's good stuff. Like, yeah, die hard. I haven't as <laughs> much, but I am pulling for uh, Arkansas, uh, the Hogs, this year. So I'm going to go ahead and turn your microphone off now. No, I'm just. <laughs> I, I grew up in Texas, so I'm a long. Uh, did you? So oh, okay, fan, but uh, heavy favorite, right? Yeah, they're well. They're they're in the mix for yeah. sure. Oklahoma's in it too, and I don't like Arkansas so much, but I hate Oklahoma. So. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in Bentonville for a few summers and became a okay. woo pig suey kind of fan. Not not like anything diehard, but when you're <laughs> when you're in that environment, uh, yeah. it's it's hard not to become a fan. Oh, it's consuming. Yeah, it's it's part of who they are down there uh, in in the South and the Southeast. Yep. So. Let's talk about St. George a little bit. McCray Hepler, of course, with Eagle Gate title, uh, which uh, we appreciate Eagle Gate title, but also you're kind of a little, I don't know if it's a side hustle or what it is, but uh, you're kind of keeping an eye, your finger on the pulse, so to speak, of uh, St. George. I love it. I love watching your videos. They come out, what, once a week or something? Usually, yeah. Uh, yeah. Last, actually, I put out yesterday, I'd been two weeks, uh, but I try to, I went, I went on vacation, but I try to get... Uh, a video out every week. I do. It's cool. Now, who does your drone work for you? Because you've, you've, I guess you use a drone for some of those. Yeah. Shots so and... Caden Kelsch with Vision Impact Productions. Nice. He is the man. He's, He's the good. reason why I, I go out and talk, but uh, <laughs> he he has to deal with me and and filming me. But the way that and he, he's getting better and better and better with the drone. And yeah. it's unbelievable what he can do. Well, well, the thing I like, and if you haven't seen any of McCray Hepler's uh, videos, what, what's the best way to find them, by the way? If we were just telling somebody that didn't know anything uh, about I host them all on YouTube, uh, and then just on my personal page, McCray Hepler, or I'm also on Instagram, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. One of the cool things I like about your videos is that you take the drone and you... You kind of orient people. Like I'm like, okay, now what's he talking about? And you'll say, all right, I'm on the east side or whatever. And then you'll have the drone shot, and you'll kind of show the main roads, and you'll show, it'll, it'll zoom into what you're specifically talking about. Yeah. To me, that that really brings it alive because instead of me trying to go, now where's he talking about exactly? Which plaza was that? Which you know development was that? Instead, you have actual video uh, of the roads and of the way to get to those things. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. I've actually had a few people give feedback because there's a lot of new people coming to. Say- George, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I can see a, I could I actually saw a friend post a picture on on Twitter yesterday of this car, and he doesn't live here any longer, but I guess he was visiting, and it was a car with a little bit of it was the car was going up uh, to Tech Ridge, 
okay. just right there on up the hill. Up yeah. the hill. And I I tweeted at him and was like, "That's St. George Rock, isn't it?" Because it was just <laughs> the car and the rock behind it. He's like, "Yep." So if right. I see something, because I'm from here, I know exactly where it's at. Yeah. And so, but I've I've had a few people give feedback on just making sure that I'm. Uh, orienting it for people because there are people that are like, I have no idea where that is. And so that's, what's driven me to want to make sure that I know exactly where it is. And there's going to be people that do, but for the most part, giving a broad idea of where it is in the County is, has been super helpful. So that that really helps. And not only new people, but say I live in hurricane and you're doing something about the West side over here. Right. It'll, it'll help me go, oh, okay, I yeah. see what he's talking about. Or vice versa. I live in Santa Clara, and you do something on you know, right. eastern Washington or city or over in Hurricane, and it really really helps to kind of yeah. kind of make it real, make it make it exist real. Right, let's sure. talk about some of those places. You, your video from a couple of weeks ago was about the east side of St. George, right? Yeah. Uh, tell us a little and bit about what to, what's coming, what to expect over there. Yeah, and then actually I just came out. My video yesterday was on the west side. On the west side. side. I saw uh, that one, west too. West side yep. of town. So the east side uh, – Man, a couple weeks ago, I went on vacation and came back. And what? <laughs> Where did you go? Anywhere fun? I way? went to Hawaii. Oh, nice. Let me pull. Let me pull up and see okay, east, what the east side of Hawaii. I just have is. the yeah. <laughs> I have the west side in my head. Um, well, we can go west side first if that's easier for you. Let's talk about the west let's do side. It. Yeah, yeah. So, and this is actually where I grew up. I so I grew up right here on on the Black Hill, just on the other side of the up where we're at. Okay. My parents still live there. And we frequented Sunset Boulevard, obviously, for eating. and That was the main drag. That, yeah. that was where, side, yep. even though we went to Smith's for groceries growing up, but like the west side of town was like, that was our area. So it's really cool to see a lot of the stuff that's going on there. Um, there's a few big, there's a few just new restaurants. Everyone loves to hear about new restaurants, right? Absolutely. The one that will be open the soonest is, well, the one that just opened is a Korean barbecue. It's called uh, 39 Degrees Eatery. Right. Haven't yeah, been, I, I saw the sign on that. I'm like, what is that yeah, exactly? Haven't yeah. been there yet, but I plan on it. It's uh, it's in Phoenix Plaza where Sugars was, and okay. looking forward to trying that one. The other one that should be open the end of July is Street Eats. Street Eats, and yeah. it's a really cool concept. It's uh, Corey LaFranche. He's a good friend of mine, actually. Uh, he has he moved here from Seattle during COVID. He's a chef and mm-hmm. prepares all different kinds of foods, but his favorite is what he calls his street eats. And it's basically burgers, tacos, ta- like uh, crunch wrap, Supremes, chicken sandwiches, really, really cool. Uh, and he's, it's, it's a really cool story cause he's been doing it out of his house hmm. and until he, until he could, cause he had food trucks up in Seattle and he's got a few different ideas here. And, uh, this one he had he had kind of born out of his garage, and you know with Instagram and online these days, there's there's apps where you can go and and uh, put your food on on there, and people can just pick up from your house. Right, pretty cool. Anyway, so he's opening up uh, in Sunset Plaza, uh, where like Dubs and UPS and a few other things yeah, is yeah, right okay. there. Yeah, uh, just not too far off of Dixie Downs Drive. Yeah, and then the other one that's just breaking ground and getting. The constructed is uh, Chicken Express, oh. which is Greek food. It's Greek chicken and Greek uh, ribs. So it's not like uh, a KFC. This is no. actually actually uh, ethnic food. Greek. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay. uh, I've heard it, I've already heard incredible things. Hmm. They've got some up north. They've got some in Texas, and uh, I I'm looking forward to it. 
should be really good. So those are the three. Uh, those are three restaurants in the works. I know everybody likes to hear about those. Love to hear about the restaurants. Yeah. Um, I, is there anything? I, I I think you referenced a, an industrial building. Maybe was it Carpets Plus? Is that- yeah. So Carpets Plus is doing uh, what's called CP Plaza, mm-hmm. and they are extending their their uh, building. That will be in the back part of the of their development it's right next to the carpets plus so their building will extend but out in front they're gonna have twenty five thousand square feet of retail and restaurants oh cool and they've already got there's no they've only got lois at this point as far as uh, so you can't say anything yet (laughs) i don't really even know much i know a few a few ideas that they have but um nothing that can be said yet but they've got a couple in the works at least i think they'll have like three or four restaurants of some of some kind so Looking forward to that one. I've heard the uh, the rendering of it is, or I've heard the design of it is really cool and modern, and should be should be really cool. Yeah, new plaza there. Uh, how far how far west are we going there? Where, I'm trying all to the way to the end of St. George, uh, where the summit is, Summit oh, okay. Athletic Club, the new one. Yeah, yeah. so that one is, that's where St. George and Santa Clara end, and that's where I took it to, and that one should be open in October, November. It's wow. gonna be. I've seen I've seen the renderings of that one, and it's gonna be sweet. It's like forty thousand square feet, and talking about the new summit. The new summit, yeah. yeah it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna. There's some game changers going on there with the new carpets plus whatever the name of the plaza yeah. ends up being, and then you've got the the big, really look like pretty big new summit. Uh, yeah, coming in there, and then also across from Home Depot, all that land right there where the auto zone That's is. Right. Right. That's There's right. some stuff in the works there, but nothing confirmed yet. <laughs> they should tell McCray. <laughs> McCray said, I won't tell anybody except on the, on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, uh, get McCray to talk a little bit about the east side. I actually had the opportunity to go to a couple of the, the new restaurants over there on the east side, actually right on the boulevard. We'll talk about those and more when we come back. This is the Andy Griffith Show with McCray Hepler. Hold on. Welcome back, Andy Griffin with you on this beautiful Tuesday. Only 91 for a high today. It's not bad, really, all things considered. We're talking with McCray Hepler. Again, thanks to Max Christensen and Barry Sawyer that were on earlier on the program. Max is an interesting young man. He's an African-American, a black guy, playing football for Utah Tech or Dixie State, uh, but actually grew up in Logan. Now, Everybody said, well, St. George is kind of monogamous, or kind of not the word, homogenous. A lot of white folks, not a lot of color. Well, if you've been to Cache Valley, you know that it's even even more so in Cache Valley. So uh, interesting to talk to Max, get his perspective on growing up in Cache Valley uh, as a black man. And then uh, just some of the stuff, you know, he, he was not a big fan of BLM. He says, look, you want to talk about, you know, white crime on black people. How about black on black? Nobody talks about that. If you're going to talk to me about BLM, then, you know, talk to me about black on black crime before we get into anything else. Anyway, we're talking with McCray Hepler. Has nothing to do with BLM or any of that stuff we're talking about of course uh, what's happening here in st george and again mccray thanks for coming on today appreciate you man yeah thanks for having me um east side now uh, a couple of places uh, that i wanted to talk about i've had the opportunity to go to the flake uh pie mm-hmm. uh, and, and first of all before i say anything else 
I think their savory pies are, are getting the short shrift here because nobody's talking about them. But if you've had their pulled pork uh, I've heard savory about pie, them. haven't had them yet. It is phenomenal. I mean, and you say, well, why do they call them the flake? Well, the crust is literally flaky crust coming off of that thing. And, it, you know, for six bucks, you can get a pulled pork savory pie. It's about the size of a, well, it's bigger than a softball bigger than a softball and you're just like why would i eat anywhere else this is the place <laughs> so uh, and, and nothing wrong with their sweet pie their, their sweet pies are incredible i had their raspberry cream one phenomenal uh, that's not what it's called because they have cute names for all of them and i can't think of them but their savory pie that pork uh, I, I think it's uh, sir pigs a lot i don't know what the name anyway it was really good i've heard really good. i have heard yeah you're talking on st george boulevard right where right. even stevens used to be you yeah, got they split it into two restaurants didn't they yeah and they own both and uh it's the same ownership group and they split it in half and the other side rock taco which has become really popular pretty instantly as well yeah and um, I every time I go in, it's it's slammed. Yeah. And the tacos are really good. They're different. The vibe is different. I I keep talking about restaurants in 2022. It's hard to run a restaurant, yeah. it, you know, and food costs and labor and it, it's always been that hard that way. But now it's even harder. And I really feel like the difference in restaurants is, you know, there's there's what three components. Great food, great service, great atmosphere, right? right? Atmosphere slash experience. As someone that goes, I eat out quite a bit. And when I go out to eat, I want, it's an experience for me. It's not just about the food. And it's a, more so about like who I'm with, what we're doing. Like it's, it's an experience. Sure. And so I, I tend to frequent places that have a good experience. Now that's partly service, but then that's also just the atmosphere. And so... Uh, that's well, what I really feel like. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, let me ask you then. Can you get by maybe only being good at two out of the three? Or do you have to I think really can, hit all three? I think you can. You can get away with, with all th- without all three. It's just harder, especially mm-hmm. as a new restaurant in town. Because uh, they're from up north and they're established. But they're in new in town, for example, Rock Taco. Yeah. And... Uh, or if you're if you're home if you're homegrown and like it's your first restaurant, I mean you have to hit all three. Now the chains are different. Obviously, they right. can get away with one, <laughs> and they do. Usually. And they do. <laughs> but as as local restaurants, you have to hit all three. You can't get away with two. Uh, and I think that service and at, service and experience or atmosphere is kind of hand in hand. But at the same time, it's not because I could go into a place that's really cool and I feel really like. It's a cool atmosphere, yeah, yeah. but if the service isn't good, then I won't really want to frequent it very much. Uh, more and even more so if the food's not good, right? So with Rock Taco, I do feel like I've been there quite a few times now, and they hit, they do hit all three. The atmosphere is very different, yeah. and uh, the food, the tacos are different. They're they're really good, and the service. I've been it's been slammed every time I've been in there, and I've mm-hmm. been very. Uh, pleasantly surprised at how quick they've been able yes, to turn it over right there. and so and, with, and you notice by the way we're not talking about price because i think no. price, you can get away with whatever price wise if you're executing those yes. other three things well right yes and that's and that is where especially now i mean food costs have gone up tremendously but the thing is is food costs in the home have gone up tremendously so like right. for me and my wife it's really hard to go make something that that 
doesn't cost just as much to put together if we go out to eat and and we just love to eat out and like i said the the experience that's how i that's how i like to enjoy you know either family time friend time business i, I love uh, going out to eat and so what i've noticed is and here's the thing with the with hitting all three mm-hmm. when you hit the experience part usually the the employees are having a good, a good experience too right that is the difference maker in running a restaurant i think is creating the experience for not only the customers but for your your employees working there and that's where you won't have as much of the labor issues um in trying to get people to work is if you create the environment that's what leads to the success. If you look at a place like uh, In-N-Out Burger, mm-hmm. uh, In-N-Out Burger is obviously a chain, but there was a time, I lived in Washington for a number of years, I, so I drove by In-N-Out Burger every single day. There was always a line of cars, always yeah. a line of cars. And that, that goes right into what you were saying, McRae. The employees there, I don't know if having a good time is really how you would term it, but they... They were they were okay. They were good to be at work. They were enjoying what they were doing. They were, uh, you know, obviously the food was good. Yeah. But the service was amazing. The experience was good too. And that's why In and Out Burgers to this day, so right. you, Still. you go down there right now. There's going to be ten cars in line. And they've always they have, and it's and that's business in general, especially in 2022. You know, taking care of employees. It's something that I really try and focus on. Right. Um, as a business owner, and and they've been they've been executing that for a long time and because they've always been above the pay grade and above the benefits of just your typical McDonald's or Wendy's, you know, you're, you're fat. They're in the fast food space right? and they were different. Kind of like Costco. Costco pays their, their people, takes care of their people. And they they always have. And that's why you see the success of Costco too. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that's the difference maker in business in general is, is when you, when you give abundantly, and I have that on the back of our shirts that we make at Eagle Gate, uh, live, live fearlessly so you can give abundantly. Nice. And, uh, and live abundantly so you can give fearlessly. I'm sorry. And that's, I think, the difference. Uh, and so that's what I love to see. Let me ask you about a couple of places because we're running short on time. Yeah. Is there room, just, almost in, in context of what we're talking about, is there room in this world for a Larson's Frost Stop? Larson's now new ownership. Uh, I, don't know they, I don't know if they're open yet, but they're reopening. They are, they are open now. Mm-hmm. Is there room for a Larson's? And do they have to figure out the experience, the vibe, and, and stuff like that? Yeah, no, I think there is, and I want there to be. I, I, love, that, I love that they reopened. I know yeah. a lot of people are happy. I, I hope... A lot of the people that were sad that they that they closed down have gone back. Yeah, um, and I do think that it's there if the service if the service is good um, and the environment. Now, it is something. It is a building that hasn't been updated in a long time, which has right. which is part of maybe the the vibe is like the old classic place. Yeah, sure. Um, drive in. Yep. But. Yeah, no, I think I think that there is a place for them because as long as the as long as you hit the service, uh, I think that burgers, fries, and milkshakes, the, yeah. all, milkshakes and all that are you know they're going to be a thing. So, all right, uh, sad to say, twenty five main closed down. Uh, sad yeah. for them. I know a lot of people that love that place, uh, but there's something else coming in there. There is, and I don't think I can totally. I heard it was a barbecue place, it is. so you can at least talk about yeah, that, right? it's a barbecue place, and it's a barbecue place that 
um, <laughs> I know, I know exactly. It's a barbecue. It's it's Texan barbecue. Is okay. if you've ever been to Austin or oh, Houston yeah. or I grew up down there, <laughs> and I've I've uh, I've been able to try it, and it's incredible. Mm. So they're planning to open end of July. I know they want to do an announcement and um, everything, but definitely stay tuned. You're driving. It's gonna be, it's going to be awesome. Driving right down my lane now. We're talking Texas barbecue, and I'm so excited. Uh, like I said, I've been f- trying to find everything else I can, I, I could about them, and, and they're keeping it pretty quiet right now. But <laughs> a Texas barbecue in St. George makes me a very happy man. Yes. So. Yes. And they've execu- if they can execute the way that I've tasted it, it's, it's going to be incredible. Yeah. I'm excited. The vibe, vibe and experience, the service, yeah. and the, and the and food. food. If you, can, if you can pull all those three off. Uh, an opportunity to be successful because this town will support you if you're if you're doing it right. It's just all about it's yeah, and we're cr- creatures of habit in St. George, and a lot of people don't like change, and they don't change, <laughs> and so uh, as we've as we've seen, you know, over the last couple of years, and so uh, in 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 that regard, people stick to just what they frequent a lot, and so if you can be a restaurant that gets your way into that into into yeah. that and being unique and different is is part of that and that's what i feel like they're gonna do that's what i feel like rock tacos done i was gonna say you're already a rock taco guy uh, and that's part of your eats. habit now yeah. yeah you know street eats i think some of these that are different have a really good chance of becoming into someone's wheelhouse so love it love it he's mccray hepler any final thoughts on on development anything else we need to know about before i let you go we're down to 30 seconds uh no just uh uh i've got i've got uh my video i'm filming tomorrow is going to be on dixie drive a lot of cool <laughs> stuff going on down there local sports uh reach higher athletics uh they're building if you haven't been down there it's huge it's awesome. gonna be really cool um so yeah Awesome. He's McCray. Thank you, McCray, for coming in. Great to talk to you today. Uh, We'll take a break. Actually, we're going to step aside. I'll be back tomorrow with more on The Andy Griffin Show. Thank you for listening today.